Unearthing Paranormalcy is part of the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange Welcome to another episode of Unearthing Paranormalcy, the podcast that digs into the paranormal and tries to find normalcy in the topic. I'm Amy. I'm Dave. I'm Jen. And I'm Kylie. Yes, we have a special guest. Our daughter Kylie is joining us today for this episode. Yay! Yay, Yay Kylie! <laughs> but before we get started on the episode, we are going to... Do a shout out to one of our Green Mushroom Podcast brothers and sisters. And this week, we're going to hear from Faith Blind Council. Hey folks, Dreadnought here from the Faith Blind Council Podcast. Myself, Frater Yara Marud, and Seder Cologne have been working for over a year to produce a show that talks about practicing chaos magic with three practicing chaos magicians. We cover all sorts of topics from deep paradigm dives on subjects such as Gnosticism and Southern American conjure to techniques such as divination and meditation and even sex magic. <laughs> but don't take my word for it. Check out this clip from one of our latest episodes. But like you mentioned, the eighth house being like the house of shame, like where I have totally been to the house of shame before. Where you're, yeah, Waffle House. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I have in my my eighth house is um, my my moon sign. So what's, what's yes. interesting about there being kind of shame associated with your moon sign and your emotions is that your moon is in Virgo, right? Virgos yes. Virgos are the like the sign that are the most critical of themselves. Like you it's very hard to hurt a Virgo's feelings because you will never say something meaner to a Virgo than a Virgo says to themselves when they're by themselves. For this and so much more discussion about magic in general, be sure to check out the Faith Blind Council podcast at faithblindpodcast.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts at. Thank you so much for checking out our show, and we hope to see you soon. So go check out Faith Blind Council. They are awesome. Also, my episode with Luxa from Luxa Cult is out now. You can go find it on any of your podcast apps where we talk about spooky ghost things and mediumship and all that fun stuff. So this week, we have a cryptid. Spooky season's over. Time to get back into the rotations. We are going to be covering... Bum, bum, bum. Sheep Squatch. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> Wait. That's not right. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. That was like a cat-cow thing. <laughs> Maybe that's what it sounds like. I don't know. I've never seen Sheep Squatch. <laughs> the Sheep Squatch, sometimes referred to as the quote-unquote white thing. White thing. Dun-na, dun-na, you make my heart man, sing. Man. <laughs> you make everything. Groovy. Sheepy. Oh. <laughs> Sheepy. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sheepy. <laughs> <laughs> so the sheep squatch is a woolly, white-haired cryptid reported across many counties in the southwestern region of West Virginia. Again, we're back to West Virginia. West Virginia. Mount Mama, Mama take me home. I'm starting to think Point Pleasant wasn't what the government said it was. <laughs> <laughs> Too many cryptids are coming out of that area. Is either a nuclear base, which, you know, that's just the common conspiracy. The common theory. I think they were trying to make human-animal hybrids, and things went awry. Very possible, but I do like the fact that he has the accent this time. I do, too. <laughs> You're in my old seat. And all of oh, this st- damn old chair right here. T- <laughs> it's the hillbilly chair. But sightings of this creature occur across the counties of Boone, Conowa, Putnam, and Mason. Sheep Squatch has no popular legend associated with it and is sometimes used as a blanket term for everything big, white, and scary. Hey, I'd be Sheep Squatch. <laughs> West Virginia, as we know, is home to many cryptids. Mothman being one of our favorites. Mothman! I did find a story in the book. The Telltale Lilac Bush and Other West Virginia Ghost Tales by Ruth Ann Music. It's like a, a light and fluffy um, Poe story is what that sounds like. <laughs> the Telltale Lilac Bush. <laughs> this is the white thing. The night was damp and chill, and the forest stood dark and ominous as four elderly fox hunters sat hovering over a glowing mass of red embers. You know, it's kind of hot out here. As Why if, are we next to a fire? As if affected by their surroundings, the conversation drifted to supernatural legends. Many tales were told, but most of them centered on the white thing which supposedly inhabited the very region where they were now resting. Mm. One of the men related an actual experience as told by his grandmother, who had lived nearby. She had taken her favorite mare to church one Saturday night years ago. As she was riding back, within two miles of home, she uttered an earthly scream. (laughs) The mare bolted and thrashed her hoofs into the air. That was when she saw the white thing. A raging bundle of white bursting out of the woods beside her. It appeared to be much larger than a dog, yet not nearly a horse's size. Bearing a coat of pure white fur and razor-sharp teeth that jutted outwards from a gigantic mouth. It moved on all fours and screamed like a woman in terrible agony. Ow! Desperately, the girl spurred her mare on, and finally the monster drifted back into the darkness behind her. At length, 
she came to her land in the outlying barn. In her haste to reach the house, which was still a good distance away, she left the mare untied and the barn door jar. Seconds later, with a sigh of thankfulness, she entered the sanctuary of her home. The following morning, she and her father planned to search for the animal's tracks. But at the barn they found her mare crumpled awkwardly against the door. Most of the flesh was torn from its bones, and a look of stark terror was on its face. Poor horse. Dead horse advisory? Yeah, we didn't get one of those. Um, It's to be expected with our cryptid episodes. (laughs) It's true. He was just making glue. (laughs) This, This story originated in Kanawha County. Another one I only heard reference of describes it being born out in the TNT area in Mason County, just like one of the Mothman theories. Say Mothman. (laughs) I said Mothman. (laughs) We should come up with some lyrics for that (laughs) so that when we sing it, we can go more than just (laughs) Mothman. (laughs) I don't know the words. So, could this be the ghost of Mothman? Oh. It's an albino Mothman? <laughs> albino man? But if, no. if regular Mothman has red eyes, what color are albino Mothman's eyes? Green? Let me go with the reverse. Black. Polka dot. Hmm? Polka dot, polka dot, Flannel. polka dot. I have to say, through all all the stories I heard, not one of them described what color its eyes were. No, it didn't. That's like the first cryptid I've ever heard that didn't have to describe what color eyes. The description, now whether the eyes are the same in all the descriptions depends on the creature, but yeah, yeah, usually eye description is one of the first things, and they're usually red. They're usually red, Yellow. yellow, or orange. Like those are True. like the three colors of eyes. Which honestly, those are all the color of eyes reflection and yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I guess unless you go with black eyed children and then they're black. But yeah. Well, if you didn't hit them so hard, well, you know. Hear me, Kylie. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the description of the sheep squatch is fairly consistent with some slight inconsistencies. <laughs> It works 100% of the time, 50% of the time. It's about the size of a medium-sized bear walking on four legs. Two, quadruple the size of a bear. It has a long-pointed dog-like head, but saber-toothed like a cat. A single set of horns like those found on a young goat. Two or four eyes. Paws like that of a raccoon. A long hairless tail like a possum with dirty wool sheep-like white fur. Some have reported a strong stench of sulfur associated with them. What What's the creature? The chimera? Chimera. Chimera. Which chimera is actually just a word of, which, which means m- mutated creatures. Like it's this just together. a whole bunch of stuff. Like with these descrip- that description, I mean, it sounds to me like Somebody just threw over the leftover parts from their hunt trip and built, made a creature. They built a polar bear, <laughs> possum, raccoon, and goat. And put life into it like Frankenstein. It's alive. 
definitely sounds like something right out of imagination land. It does. Yeah. Pandasu note. <laughs> Sorry, I was in here trying to figure out how to put all those together to make a name. I saw you were in deep thought over there. I was trying to figure out what you were thinking. Apparently, it's. Polosu note. Polosu note? It's a polar bear, possum, <laughs> raccoon, goat. <laughs> I like it. Palosinote. Come here, Palosinote. In fact, I think we should get a dog, and we're going to name that dog Palosinote. <laughs> it's going to be white. <laughs> Put some fake horns on it. Um. Shave its tail. <laughs> like a possum. The sheep squatch sightings sometimes lack details like names and precise locations, but I'll do my best to convey what I found in my dig. Sorry. <laughs> they don't have names. Well, of course, no one went up to it. What is your name, sir? <laughs> I think it's I think it's more the sightings don't have like witness names. Oh, <laughs> I thought they were like, well, they didn't actually go ask his name, so we can't call him Tom. I, uh, it's Palosino or yeah, Palosino. Yeah. Plasoon note. <laughs> Plasoon. Now Plasoon he's playing a bassoon. <laughs> he might be. He might be very talented. You don't know. His don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's got to have really well. He's got raccoon fingers, and mm-hmm. he got to have really long fingers to play the bassoon. So he could. It'd be a little bassoon, but he could play it. I would say he would be more of a saxophone player. Saxophone. <laughs> Or a slide whistle. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just picturing him walking around with the tube and just... <laughs> 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 in the TNT area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, a seven-year-old riding in a car with his parents saw a white, shaggy-haired creature with a three-foot-wide head, appear alongside their car. It floated alongside the car that was going 65 miles per hour. This was reported in 1994 by an unknown man that was 28 at the time. Okay, a six-year-old, seven-year-old described this. Kylie, you can agree with me. Your brother, who's almost five, Mm -hmm. which is just a year younger than, or two years younger than this kid, does he tell truthful stories or does he exaggerate his stories? Just for clarification, <laughs> this was a 28-year-old man telling a story that happened to him when he was seven. Oh, it was him um, when yeah. he was seven? Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying that like young kids tend to exaggerate yeah. the story yeah. a little bit. They do. Well, I was three-foot wide head. That's... Um... So I was thinking when I was a kid and I'd ride in the car, I'd often envision something running alongside the car. Mm-hmm. Did y'all ever do that? Um, I I usually was staring up at the stars looking for spaceships, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> on car rides. I, I was normally asleep. I mean, I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. it's just a cool kids thing. Kids got imaginations and they see all kinds of... Like when you're in a long car ride... Yeah. You get bored, and so you start making things up. And I'd usually envision mine kind of like a black shadowy creature that ran on all fours. 
yeah. and kind of bound and leaped and stuff over things yeah. on the through the bar ditches and things to try mm-hmm. to keep up with us. And I mean, I'm not saying that he's not telling the truth. I think he saw what he thinks he saw. I just know that from experience, kids tend to exaggerate stories, especially at that age, just to make... You wouldn't lie to us, Kylie, would you? <laughs> She's older than seven. She's past that stage, aren't you? Well, that's a lie right there. <laughs> so you know that was a lose-lose situation. <laughs> the mid-90s experienced a rash of sightings and reports. We will start with one I think happened in 1994. I will point out Chad was born in the 90s. This could be Chad. Oh. Although we weren't in West Virginia. I've never been to West Virginia. Or have I? Maybe you have. I mean, I don't remember the first four years of my life, so... I've never been. So, um... (laughs) So I would assume you haven't been if I haven't been. Because if you don't remember the first four years of your life, I remember the first four years of your life. Yeah, I also don't think I was that big. You didn't get big till you were, like, 14. Yeah. But I am big and hairy and white. But your hair's not white. And scary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If it was red, then maybe. Still a leprechaun, Bigfoot mix. Mm-hmm. A leprefoot? <laughs> a bigger con? <laughs> we could do this all night. <laughs> a leprechaun. I'll tell you, Kylie makes me feel like we're really funny. So <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. You can come on every episode. <laughs> I know our listeners are like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> <laughs> a car full of women. A car full of women? Yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of car. How many women is a woman? I didn't say. <laughs> but they were driving home through the TNT area following a family reunion. There was snow on the ground, so they were driving slowly and carefully. When all of a sudden, something stepped out of the woods... It was described as seven to eight feet tall, covered with shaggy white fur and man-like legs. The face looked long like a sheep, and the horns were that of a ram. When it spotted the car, it froze in place, then ran into the woods. Has anyone thought this could be like a minotaur? It's kind of, that sounds kind of like one. Yeah. Like an albino minotaur? A sheep. Now... You got to be thinking, if you live in in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and we're talking, what, 10, 20 years after the bridge collapse? Yeah. So, now now all of a sudden there's this new (laughs) weird-ass creature showing up, and you're like, um, (laughs) I think it's time to move. I'm not going to lie, I'd be joking. Who had big white monster on this month? (laughs) (laughs) You did, Tom? All right, you win the pot this week. (laughs) Let me tell you about Edward Rollins. He had an interest in the famous Mothman story since he was a boy. His mother kept a scrapbook with the newspaper clippings of the Mothman that Rollins looked through often. This Gallipolis, Ohio resident had just been discharged from the Navy and was returning home. Gallipolis, Ohio is just a few miles across the Ohio River. So he decided to take a trek through the TNT area of Point Pleasant. Mm -hmm. 
He was walking along a creek bank when he heard movement in the woods coming towards him. Rollins slipped behind a tree and watched. From the woods out stepped a white thing, the size of a bear with two goat horns, fangs like a saber-toothed cat, dragging behind it a long hairless tail. It knelt down and began to drink from the creek. Rollins continued to observe and saw raccoon but slightly human-like paws. After the thing took a long, big drink, it crossed the creek and started heading towards the nearby Bethel Church Road. He noted a sulfur-like stench, but attributed it to the lingering waste and pollution from when explosives were manufactured in the area. Well, at least he used logic to determine that. Um, I feel like if that was the case, you'd smell it more often than just when this monster comes walking past you. True. But... I mean, but it kind of shows that he's a little, he's kind of a skeptic believer person. Yeah, sure. You know, he wanted to see it with his own eyes, which is why he went to the TNT area. I thought it sounded cool because you were talking about you expect to see Mothman, and he's literally out there looking for Mothman, and then out steps this sheep squatch. (laughs) Huh? Who are you? That would be a shock to like. Looking for Mothman, looking in the air, where's Mothman, where's Mothman? What is a polar bear doing in West Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have horns? Could it be that West Virginia is the island from Lost? It is surrounded on all sides by water. I'm just going to throw that out there. Polar now, bears, now weird you, black creatures. Now, weren't you saying that there was like people native, in the hills? Native American superstition about going into the area? Oh, yeah. Native Americans wouldn't, wouldn't habitat that area. Because they wouldn't cross any of those yeah, three rivers. Because it was mm-hmm. the, I think it was evil spirits or something like that. Or is protected it two that rivers? Area. How many rivers divide it? I think yeah. they come and fork it. Hmm. I'll fork it. I'll fork it. <laughs> See what we have Mothman, Sheep Squatch. Uh, what was the other ones we had? Oh, we've um, had so many. I don't even remember which ones. I think the Devil Monkeys were the. Yeah, I think Devil Monkeys were there. Um, I know there's one more, but I can't think of. Well, the devil monkey is the one that ripped the hood off the roof off the car. Right? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, I could do a search <laughs> through our stuff. I'm pretty much sure if it was cryptid, you could put it in West Virginia. Yeah, I say if there's a yeah. cryptid, it's probably been spotted in West Virginia. I mean, we're just gonna throw that out there. If there's anything scary or spooky, it's been spotted in I'll West say, Virginia. Just like yeah. Lost, though. I mean, you got the polar bear, the black thing, people living underground. Or in the hills. Whoa. Like I underground bunkers. <laughs> Secret <laughs> tunnels. Secret tunnels. I'm pretty sure lot the writers of Lost just traveled through West Virginia once and were like, I got an idea for a whole freaking series. <laughs> <laughs> and say so when the rider strike happened. Then the new riders hadn't been through West Virginia, so they didn't know what to ride about. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's why, why that, it sucked at the end. That's why that whole season just threw everything off. And then, yep. yep. If they would have just taken a trip to West Virginia, they would have known exactly where the other riders were going with it. Yep. <laughs> 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 we're gonna get fan or get a message and be like someone who actually wrote for Lost. Like, 
How the fuck did you guys figure that out? <laughs> I was thinking more we're going to get letters from people who live in West Virginia going, I can't believe you're talking shit about my state. Like, you're right, <laughs> but stop. I'm like, we'll talk shit about our own state, too. Hey, I mean, it's just... We're not talking shit. We want to go and visit. Oh, yeah. I totally would have a vacation home in West Virginia. I'm just not going alone Same. or without a <laughs> GoPro. I would totally have a... I would have a vacation home in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And I would visit it quite often. You actually got it right that time. I did. I'm proud of you. you I had to think Point about it. Pleasant, Wisconsin. And I didn't <laughs> say Point Wisconsin. Place, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched the 70s show in a while. So, All right. The next sighting is like a sentence long. In 1994, a motorist spotted a tall, robust creature on a hillside, covered in white fur with rags hanging off its body. It's a were-sheep. Actually, it'd be a were-goat since it has horns. And that was him ripping, you know, the, the rags hanging off of him were just... The clothes the after he shifted. Clothes after he shifted because he was new to it and didn't learn that you get naked before you shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lycanthrope germ doesn't mm-hmm. only apply to werewolves. What if these are actually not just were-goats, but they are werewolf, sheep, possum, raccoon, and... What if polar bear? It's a werewolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, Oh! mind blown! (laughs) What is West Virginia? Is just the home of wares? You got the were moth, the were moth, the the were monkey. It's just it's just where the wares go. You know where they were. The wares are in West. Where are the wares? Where are the wares? I know there's legends about humans that can shapeshift into animals. Well, and if they're Native Amer- if it's actually Native American spirits, that's a big belief in Native American culture is of shapeshifters, skinwalkers, that type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, it could be. West Virginia is just the where the where na- the where capital of the I'm, world. I'm just going to start calling it where Virginia. Where Virginia? <laughs> maybe that's like something where the the tribes that were able to do that lived while the other ones were scared of going in there because they didn't have that ability. Maybe. Which is why there was the superstition. I really want to visit West Virginia now, though. Like, I mean, I've always wanted to because of Mothman, basically. But now I'm like, if I, after all the all the cryptids and stuff, I want a house out in the woods. Mm. Somewhat in the woods, but still close enough to town. There are crazy people up in them hills. The hills have eyes. <laughs> if you can hear Chad's head rattle, it's rattling pretty hard right now. Um, okay, I'm more scared of the people in the hills than I am the cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have trail cams up everywhere to catch the people and the cryptids. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Later in 1994, two children were playing out in the yard in Boone County. They saw what appeared to them to be a six-foot-tall white bear walking on its hind legs through the underbrush at the edge of the property. The children startled the creature, and it bolted back into the forest, snapping saplings and medium-sized tree branches along its path. An albino bear? A polar bear? Uh, I I'm mean, thinking it's probably just a, a bear, and it's just misidentification. Like a light tan? bear and it could just be the glare off of it or yeah. like one of was in the snow well if a bear's outside which i mean it shouldn't be outside and it's snowing though 
Now they should be asleep. Yeah. That kind of defeats that purpose of that one there. But I mean, <laughs> if it was if it looked if it looks like a bear and walks like a bear, it's probably a bear. It looks like a bear, walks like a bear, talks like a bear. It's probably <laughs> blue. <laughs> <laughs> the bare necessities of life. And he, I mean, you. Well. he's gray, but he I can consider it white. Maybe. I mean, he got it's an older blue. His, he's gone gray and white. But if it's cold and snowing, maybe polar bears were migrating south. That's a long way south. Well, but. I have to say he <laughs> must have been very scared to knock over all these trees <laughs> as he ran away. Bears bears will run pretty easily. Most They're bears easily are more spooked. scared of humans. But... <clears throat> mm-hmm. And bears mm-hmm. and raccoons are cousins. Yeah. It's a werebear. Werebear stairs! <laughs> <laughs> what do you say that? A werebear? I'm just picturing a cross-eyed bear. A werebear stare. <laughs> the next sighting we know of took place in 1995. A couple were driving through Boone County when they saw a large white beast, kind of like a bear, but not really like a bear, sitting in the ditch alongside the road. They stopped their car to take a closer look. With this better look, they went on to describe the creature pretty much how um, just about everyone else has, except it had four eyes. It was wearing glasses. <laughs> Could have been. Hey, uh, boo-boo. <laughs> Then, the creature then bolted, not into the woods like in previous encounters, but towards the couple's car and began to attack it. Well, they hauled ass out of there. And later, when they arrived home, there were large scratches along that whole side of the car. They had a picnic basket. (laughs) A picnic basket. A picnic basket. But bears will attack cars. I mean, I have witnessed that. I mean, I've watched, them I watched that talkers. happen. But they described it as like a bear, but not really like a bear. I mean, they described it had a possum tail. It had raccoon yeah. hands. It had horns on its head. What is that? There Krampus is... needed a ride, okay? okay there's... <laughs> it does sound like Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> there's that creature. It's, it's from China, I think, Asia. The panda bear? No, no, no. Oh. It's, it's, like a, it's, it's like a goat. But they look like bears. Have you <laughs> they Tonkin to Tonkin? Sheep Squatch? Where's my phone? Yeah, let's derail the show until we see a picture of this Asian thing. goat bear. <laughs> okay, Google. Oh, man. This is a real thing. Okay. Okay. It's just one talking. Okay, Google. Tonkin creature. Yeah, that thing. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Those are real animals, and that's kind of like what they're describing. That's debatable. Minus the raccoon tail and or the rac- or the possum tail and the raccoon hands. But Can those things walk on two legs, though? Maybe. So. They also describe the horns, though, as they like roll back. Like, like a ram. Like, like a ram. But that, so, some of them describe them as like young goats where they're, where they're straight out, though. Yeah. 
But that's kind of what I've got pictured in my head when talking about this. Those things they do. They look like a goat bear. That's a pretty pretty good match for body and yeah. Head now, like I everything. said, they're like Asian. Um, they're they're from Asia. You wouldn't expect to see them in West Virginia. But then again, we have raccoons. Not raccoons. We do have raccoons. <laughs> but we got kangaroos in Oklahoma. Kangaroos yeah. so, in Oklahoma. Kangaroos in America. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, to talk is in West. What was it called? To talk is talking's in West. Talkins, yeah. Talkins in West Virginia. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting difficult. <laughs> Yeah, uh, listeners, go look up a picture of a Tonkin. They they do. They kind of look like a bear goat mix. They are very powerful, and they're actually pretty dangerous animals. But, oh yeah, I'd bet. Um, they have hot tempers. They're they get mad easily. Yeah. But so they like those fainting goats. Where you can be like, and they fall <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Do y'all ever see the video of the fainting goat on the top of the slide? (laughs) (laughs) It's like... (laughs) I want a fainting goat. So what if this was actually what a real satyr looked like? Ooh, maybe. Minotaur, though, is still, I think, a little closer than a satyr. Satyr's pretty good, though. I mean, actually, originally a satyr was actually horse and human. Yeah, and then the Greeks changed it to goat after what they believe Pan looked like. Yeah, I I think that's right. That sounds right. Could it just be Pan? And he's wanting to play his flute, and these people freak off. You mean his bassoon? You mean they fork? His <laughs> you, don't you mean they fork off? <laughs> Callbacks. I just played his bassoon. Boom! 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 <laughs> it's a wind instrument you know the american the american pan has to have a bigger instrument yeah. we're bigger and better <laughs> we also put a, a goat head on pan instead of a human face in 1999 a group of campers in boone county were sitting around a bonfire probably telling ghost stories and <laughs> and then this big white thing came and possibly Smoking marijuana. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe something else. <laughs> we're drinking some moonshine. But what the hell? We're drinking that moonshine up there in West Virginia. They began to hear snorting, <laughs> grunting, <laughs> and scuffling in the darkness around their camp. That was just other campers just a little bit farther down. <laughs> <laughs> they suspected it might have been a bear. Wow. But that theory went out the window when the hulking white monster charged right into the middle of them. The camp it still could have been a bear. <laughs> oh, I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> the campers ran, and the creature gave chase. They cleared the wood line, but the thing stopped and let out a blood-curdling howl. Ow! And turned around. So what if this was actually a person who fell into their cocaine <laughs> and they were so freaked out they took off running? <laughs> I mean, you heard snorting and rustling. That was them, you know, trying to open their bag. <sighs> Step. <laughs> oh, God. 
The campers returned the next morning and it was all torn up. Quote, like someone had tilled it up for gardening, unquote. Yeah, he was really high in cocaine. <laughs> None of them saw more than just a big white blur. This one's funny because there's actually a picture. And it literally looks like smoke. <laughs> like, they're like, this yeah. white fuzzy thing. And I'm like, it looks like you just puffed a cigarette, blew it in the air, and then took a picture of it. <laughs> Is anybody else fascinated with the fact that Sheep Squatch is a gardener? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's what caught he my was attention. pissed because we were camping on his garden. Yeah. Now, yeah. now bulls do like the like rut and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do goats rut in the I'm sure yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he was pissed. He had just planted some new flowers. Yeah. And these a holes came and put a tent right on top of them mm-hmm. build a big bonfire and yeah just ruined all his hard work he's like i better get these ashes in the soil i mean just so think how pissed off we get when grow. the dog goes and lays in our flower beds after we've planted yeah it's like come on or the cats go and scoop up the plants to take a shit in the hole mm-hmm. and then <laughs> leave the plant over on the side of the box fucking feral cats <laughs> <laughs> In a March 2013 episode of the show Monsters and Mysteries in America, two hunters described a giant, furry, white beast over nine feet tall that let out a howl before charging at them. Rick Joyce and Dakota Cheeks were out on a hunting trip in Kentucky. Oh, they were in Cheeks, all right. Cheeks said, quote, It was tall, but kind of hunched over. It was big. It was white, at least nine feet tall, and then it released an ungodly gut-curling growl and came straight at us. We saw sheep squatch. That's what we saw. Unquote. I actually watched this episode, or this clip from the show. Did you? <laughs> oh, boy. It's coming right for us. <laughs> Well, first they saw it, and then they ran, and then they decided to go get their guns and go back after it. And then they took chased it down across a cemetery, and then it came after them, and instead of shooting the damn thing, they just took off running again. <laughs> it's like ghost adventures. We're going to go hunt some ghosts. Ah! Come out and face us. Ah! <laughs> Run away. Zoinks. <laughs> Maybe it's the Yeti. A Yeti? <laughs> Summer home in West Virginia, and we've been calling him a sheep squatch. Yeah, it's the Yeti. He he, he rides over on Nessie when she's coming back uh, over to Lake Champlain. Yeah, we've been calling him sheep squatch. Yet he doesn't mind. Do <laughs> 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 you hear what I did there, Kylie? <laughs> 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 it was a That'd pun. Be funny. <laughs> it was a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wonder if that's the noise they heard. <laughs> She's broken again. Hey Kylie, what do pota- what do couch potatoes call their children? Tater tots. <laughs> you know what I said, Kylie? I said tater tots. <laughs> she might be my child. I'm glad you're here with us. 
In 2015, in Folks Run, Virginia, near the West Virginia Virginia border, a group of Kansas a group <laughs> a group of Kansas. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> In 2015, in Folks Runs, Virginia, near the Virginia-West Virginia border, a group of campers spotted a creature around midnight. They estimate it to be eight to nine feet tall with four to five foot shoulders. The first camper saw it crouching on the hill across the river and alerted the others. The creature stood up and ran down to the river looking for a place to cross. The Folks Run. To get to them. Then it settled on wading through. After it got out and was rushing towards the campers, they noticed it to be a huge, white, bipedal-type dog. A loud, gut-based screech was heard from about two miles away. (laughs) The hulking, menacing white creature let out a whimper and ran in the opposite direction from the screech. The campers quickly packed up their things and got out of there. Mothman saved them. That's what I'm wondering. Like, what is this thing that screams from so far away and it goes, Oh no, run away! (laughs) Oh shit. Mom's home. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe baby, maybe baby Mothman look like polar bear, Uh, possum goat, Pelosidotes. Pelosidotes, yes. There's like a screech out. (laughs) It's like, No, not again! Yeah, but something seemed to scare the bejesus out of that thing. Mothman. Mothman? Mothman's a good guy. He's trying to warn people, and they're freaking out, and they think he caused the bridge collapse. The whole time, he's just like, dude, there's a bolt missing right here. <laughs> he was just so far away, they couldn't see him holding a little stop and slow sign. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody he caught in the TNT, he was trying to hand them the bolt to go put it on the bridge. <laughs> hey, hey guys, I got something for you. I got something for you. Why are you, why are you running away? Guys, come back. Damn it. <laughs> I guess I'll go do it myself. He's like, come here, come here. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. <laughs> He's actually up there just trying to figure out how to put the bolt in without having thumbs. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get in a damn hole! <laughs> damn it! If I had thumbs. So, Mothman is the alpha. Isn't. It's almost like a dichotomy between the darkness of Mothman and the, the whiteness of the Sheep Squatch. Something's telling me. The government just tried to build rampage monsters. <laughs> I love that game. Because you got the wolf. Well, I guess it's a goat. But you have the monkeys. Uh-huh. I feel like they're just trying to build their own video game characters and letting them on the loose. I did look and see how far this was from, like, the Flatwoods area. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that close, but West Virginia also isn't that big of a state pretty sure you can drive from one end to the other in a couple hours so they actually put a uh, sheep squatch in the video game fallout 76 that's all based in west virginia they so it's got did. mothman it's got sheep squatch uh 
Probably guess the Flatwoods the Yeti, Monster. The, the Yeti. Flatwood Monster. Or not Yeti, but Sasquatch. So we're... Like, all those are in the game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So we're on theories now, right? Is that where we're at? Yeah, okay. sure. So, Kylie, right. you have some theories about what Sheep Squatch is. Mm-hmm. What are your theories? It may be the devil. The devil. Satan himself. Oh, the sulfur-like stench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> Just kidding. Injured <laughs> Cold was from West Virginia, wasn't it? Yes, because mm-hmm. Injured Cole was uh, part of the Mothman stuff. Yeah. What else you got, Kai? You had a really good early one earlier. The New Jersey Devil? Yeah. <laughs> Did the Jersey Devil move to Wisconsin? Or West Virginia. <laughs> Those screams are on point for it. Yeah. And and the Jersey Devil was like a mishmash of all kinds of I different mean, things. Have you seen property taxes in Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Can't affa- afford I to live move in into West Virginia. Shit. Can't afford to live in the Barrens anymore. You gotta move south. <laughs> we were talking about um chimeras. Yeah. And the Jersey Devil is a type of chimera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it has all the tie-ins with like some of our founding fathers. And West mm-hmm. Virginia has a lot of tie-ins with well, okay. Virginia. If we want to tie this back even more, the Jersey Devil was a kangaroo. In America. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the Bat Squatch. Wasn't the Bat Squatch also? West Virginia was it just sighted there. I, I, I think it was sighted, sighted there. there. The well, I think it was slide around the uh, Pleasant or Point Pleasant area. I think that was the other one I was thinking of. Man, I just want to go there, go into the TNT area, and break through all the concrete they have covering up the stairwells, and go see what's living in all those tunnels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the secret tunnels. Secret tunnels. <laughs> I mean, I'd be terrified and would probably die, but I still want to. I wonder if there's a swastika up there. The swastika tunnels. Do they reach all the way to West Virginia? (laughs) Find out on the next episode of Point Pleasant. (laughs) And according to legend. (laughs) Hmm. What other theories do we have? So... We've got the theory of the Ware creatures in Ware, Virginia. Okay, yeah. Ware, Virginia. <laughs> mountain creatures. Could it be all the mountain people crossbreeding with all the Ware, other Ware mountain people? And <laughs> <laughs> This goat feels good. I was thinking more of like the Ware bears and the oh, Ware goats. The Ware people, not the mountain yeah. people. <laughs> You gotta clarify. Stare. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's gonna be our 200th episode. Werebear versus somebody. Werebear. This is the werebear stare. Oh my god, it's a slobber knocker. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea, actually. (laughs) Because the wear cow is going to have to defend his title <laughs> against all the other wear creatures. <laughs> the wear goat. We're having <laughs> the wear cow just now has its own weight class. The wear belt. <laughs> we, we should do it like a royal rumble. <laughs> just throw all the wears in a, in a big pin and see what happens. 
and go over the top rope. Where Cal is screwed. <laughs> Somehow the wear moth is floating above the ring. The judges are letting the refs are letting this happen. I can't wait. <laughs> Still gonna have to wear Cal win. <clears throat> we got what twenty something episodes to go. <laughs> so I I do kind of like the Jersey Devil moving south. Sure. Cheaper uh, taxes. What happened to its wings though? They were cut off. Didn't he take a cannonball to the face? <laughs> if I'm thinking right, from sure. Napoleon's no, brother or wait, something wait, like that. Wasn't it in the wing? Wasn't it in the wing? Yeah, I think it was. Maybe it got infected and he, he lost his wings. Cut his wing off. Yeah, he looked silly with just one wing. He was flying in circles, so he cut the other one off. <laughs> <laughs> Had even even up the sides. <laughs> Can't the new judge, can't the new Jersey Devil still fly with the um, the hole in its wing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to it's ask. Not very uh, aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to ask uh, anthropologist. What is it called? Cryptologist. <laughs> yeah, cryptologist. An anthropologist. Hey, same thing. It's kind of the same thing. Isn't it? <laughs> They just make shit up. I mean, it's the same. Well, one studies humans. <laughs> yeah. One studies cryptids. Hey, if it's a were creature, it's part human. True, true. Um, the description is small because the descriptions are all a little different. Yeah. So I think some of these actually may be just like misidentified bear. Well, like I watched someone draw it according to like a bunch of the descriptions, and it literally looks like a bear. Yeah. And then it has horns and the tail. And it's like, well, I could see a bear getting something stuck to its fur and it dragging like a stick behind it. It makes it look like a, a tail. A or tail. Something. The horns could just be misidentification and they're just seeing that. And But see, like the Tonkin or Tonkin or whatever the, the, the <coughs> bear goat thing is. Um, the were goat. The <laughs> were is very similar to the descriptions. And I'm wondering, I mean, in Ohio, because at the Cincinnati Zoo, they have a bunch of them at their wildlife reserve. It's a long distance for them to travel. Is I mean, it borders Ohio. Maybe some got out and roamed west, east, never eats, yeah, west, east. <laughs> <laughs> There is a disease that affects rabbits where they grow these tumors that look like horns coming out of their head. Yeah. Which is where the ideal of the jackalope came from. It's an actual disease. I wonder if bears could get that too. I don't know. It's like these long, spiky tumors. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're kind of, I think, in the same family. I think bears are actually like part of like the rodent family. But it's possible, yeah. I just don't know if it affects bears, but can bears have rabbit. horns? Maybe it's a bear that got stuck in some briars and they just have sticks sticking off their head. What if the bear was trying to be more friendly and it put an- fake antlers on to make people think it was a deer? What if the bear was deer hunting? Yeah, and wanted to get closer. So pretended it it was a bear in deer clothing. Instead of a wolf in sheep's clothing. (coughs) Okay, I'm taking that too far. (laughs) I like the wear cow in sheep's clothing, though. (laughs) 
Oh, it's actually hard to search for because apparently there's a thing called bear horns. Or I guess it makes a loud sound and scares them. It's like an air horn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go away, bear. My rare bear stare. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of anything else that... I mean, the Yeti. It what if this is a giant rat? Rodents of unusual size? R-O-U-S's? Because the picture drawn of it kind of looks like a giant rat. Yeah. With horns, but... The what horns if it, what is if, What if it's just off, big so. ears and it looks like horns? Yeah, in rabbits, it's called Shope papillomavirus. So I'm going to see if bears can get that. I mean, maybe there's a species of ram out there that we don't know about. I don't know. Um, That looks like a... Man bear pig. I don't. <laughs> Man bear pig. Honestly, boar did pop into my head, and one of a couple of them. Um, maybe some kind of like a white boar. No. What also throws me off is like half the witnesses see it bipedal, and half of them see it on all fours. Which would lead you to bear. Yeah. Because yeah. bears can do both. It doesn't yeah. seem that. It never seems to be. Seen with like the, what's the word for like the way our our legs are set up? Um, because um, you like where the kneecaps like in the front. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like you know like bears and I guess bears have the same kind of. Yeah, bears sense. have kneecaps just like ours, where yeah. it's in the front. In fact, a lot of bear skeletons get misidentified as human skeletons by people like wandering around out in the wild, and they think that they found a. Human remains. Yeah. Because of how similar all the joints and the number of bones are and things. What if it's just a goat standing on something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, deer fight on their hind legs. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, goats usually ram with their heads. This is, it was explained as like the chest of like a dog. Like if you. The dog was put up on its hind legs, how it's got like that. Uh, the bigger chest. The bigger, like, pointed chest. Mm-hmm. That's how it's described when it's on its hind legs. I remember what it made me think of the boar. It was the the saber-toothed teeth. Yeah. Made me think of, like, a big pig. But a pig's not going to stand on two legs. No, They're not. too big. Yeah, there's an upright skeleton. Well, the similar as those are to humans, it's interesting that a bear skeleton has never been I- misidentified as a Bigfoot skeleton. Yeah. There is, like, the popular saying that well, we never find Bigfoot skeletons, but we never find bear skeletons. We find bear skeletons all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where it came from, but somebody always said it and quoted it always. What if this is just a Yeti with horns? What if it is just a creature? Oh, I mean, like it's just like a real it, animal? Yeah, just like a yeah, real animal. Sure. That's like, I mean, well, that's so exactly. So many things what in West Virginia that are mountainous and. Now, the TNT site was a nuclear site, so there could be leftover radiation in that area that has made animals mutate a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Or get, like, weird diseases that cause them to develop different things. Yeah. Like. I mean, it very well could be some kind of cancer on a bear that's caused a horn. And it can't walk on its 
all fours anymore because its hands are all messed up or something. Yeah. So it has to walk on its hind legs. You ever see those dogs that like don't have their front legs, so yeah. they learn to stand up and like run around on their mm-hmm. back legs and mm-hmm. hop and stuff. I mean, animals adapt. Yeah. Or they die. Yeah, I wonder why they called it sheep squatch and not goat squatch. <laughs> I was wondering that too. I mean, I know sheep squatch sounds better. Yeah. But with the horns and everything, I would have think goat squatch. Maybe yeah. it was maybe it was the woolly fur. Maybe. Because you know, yeah. it was more like fleece. And that very well could just be matted fur. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at a sheep, a sheep looks like they just have a lot of really nasty matted fur when it gets big. Um, sheep fro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I guess sheep squatch does sound a little bit better than goat squatch. Yeah. Yeah. You got the Squatch family versus the Ware family. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a fun family feud. (laughs) I love that. Hosted by Puck Wedgie. (laughs) (laughs) We pulled a survey. (laughs) We have our cryptids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds like we might might have to make a show for. (laughs) Where's where's the most favorite place to hunt? I think bridges. Show me bridges. <laughs> <laughs> West Virginia. Show me West Virginia. <laughs> Number one answer. <laughs> Show me the woods. <laughs> I feel like we got to make this happen. Yeah, now. we do. <laughs> I don't know. I think this one to me. I don't. There's something about this creature that, although it sounds goofy as hell. There's not enough. I would say it would be terrifying to see something like this walking out yeah. of the woods on all, on its back on its hind legs. Like <clears throat> definitely as tall as they're claiming it is. There's not enough really to wait. It's like sway me either side on whether they exist or not. No. Again, like with every cryptid, I want it to be real. Yeah. Well, here's the thing for me is because there's so much stuff that comes out of the Point Pleasant area. I can't tell if it's people just, you know, wanting it to be something, so they're making it up, at, or not making it, you saw something, but they exaggerate, and people are going to believe it because of Mothman and Fl- Fl- Flatwoods Monster and all that stuff. Or if it, I mean, there actually are these things there. I mean, what if the radiation from, like, the TNT site is not actually making these animals either? What if it's making these people hallucinate these things? Oh... So then it's just perception. It's just perception. Um, Or it very well could be that it's opened up some uh, ultra-terrestrial type of portal (gasps) to where these dimensional interdimensional beings can travel to and from in West Virginia. Maybe that's what was really happening and not weapons. Yeah. Meta Point Pleasant was where they were working on interdimensional travel. Interdimensional travel. There was the words. It's hard to say, isn't it? It really kind of is. <laughs> Fascinating. Or for some reason, that is just the best vacation spot. For cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know what? I've always wanted to go see Point Pleasant. Let's go there. It sounds so pleasant <laughs> and pointy. And then there's all these pictures of like all these cryptids standing next to the Mothman statue. <laughs> <laughs> What if Mothman's just yeah. like they're you know, they're big they're big man you know they're they're idols, so 
posing next to the welcome to Point Pleasant <laughs> sign. They're stopping and buying all the Mothman memorabilia. On the cryptid Facebook, that's all you see is just all, <laughs> <laughs> all these vacation photos. Seems like a weird place to want to go, but I mean, I guess it would make sense. It's very secluded, very woodsy. Would be a great place for cryptids to go visit. Yeah. Especially if you're one like the Jersey Devil. There ain't no, there not enough woods in Jersey to keep you hidden. <laughs> I want to say outside of the Pacific Northwest, West Virginia has the most Bigfoot sightings as well. Oh. Yeah. Now I got to work on changing the West Virginia song. Isn't Where that? Virginia. <laughs> What's up? Isn't there like three yards of forest in New jo- in, in New Jersey? Well, they have the Pine Barrens, which is a pretty big forested yeah. area. Mm-hmm. But New Jersey is not very big. It's not very big. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a third of the state is the Pine Barrens. I want to say. Yeah. You just need you gotta get out of that you know that pollution, get some clean air. Well, Jersey. you know, Jersey got a bad rep with Jersey Shore. And so he's kind of like, you know, <laughs> I ain't being, res- <laughs> hell, I ain't being connected with Jersey. I mean, it's Jersey. <laughs> Go to West Virginia, I can make my own thing. He gets there and says, "Fuck, Mom, man's already been here." Fuck. <laughs> Is there any sightings outside of West Virginia of sheep squatch that you found? Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, which is Kentucky. right there. Which then all ties back. Maybe the um, oh, what is it called? Uh, caverns. Um, cave system. Yeah, I can't think of what it's called either. We really are going to have a lot of synchronicities in this month because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the mammoth caves. The mammoth caves. So what? And mammoth caves cover all of Kentucky and to West Virginia. What if the mammoth cave system is just literally where all these cryptids live? And they're coming sure. out of these mines and caves into Point Pleasant, into Hellier, into all these freaking places. Yeah, there was a book written years ago that describes like a frog or lizard type people that live in those caves. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Kentucky Goblins. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, you've got the goblins. The yeah. Mammoth Casism covers almost the, I want to say it's like the majority of the Northwest, or the the West Coast, like the Kentucky, the mid. What is that called? We're the Midwest. They're not. The, that's not the Northwest. Not the Southwest. I think that's still considered Midwest. It's like the Midwest, yeah. What? The Kentucky, Tennessee, oh, West that was Virginia, the East. East. Yeah, sorry, not West. I don't know that area. The, the Mid East. <laughs> oh, oh no! Because <laughs> we like to make up our own shit. <laughs> We're the Mid South. Um, but like the mammoth cave systems cover all that, so that would kind of make well, sense of why the cryptids are spotted so in that area. On that, David Pilates has a map that shows all the cave systems associated with national parks and the disappearances, and it all interconnects. And so that would make sense too how cryptids could travel from Washington State to West Virginia yeah. undetected. If they followed cave systems and, and things like followed that. followed their secret tunnels. Secret tunnels. <laughs> but sp- speaking of synchronicities, um, I guess me and Britt from Primordia had the same idea because she read uh, The Outsider by H.P. Lovecraft yeah. on her latest episode. 
Texas. Is and great we, minds. we didn't coordinate that. No. <laughs> this entire podcast is just built around uh, synchronicity. It yeah. really is. I mean, it it's is. always been that way <laughs> since the beginning. I mean, meeting grognostics and Luxa, the Green Mushroom Project, Brit with Primordia. Heck, we all like got into Hellier, and it it talks about all the synchronicities and it's just like mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's just that's just how it works, and like we didn't plan this out for this month, but this episode and the next two episodes are all going to be inter or next three episodes this whole month is all going to be inter- interconnected. Yeah. I wonder what we're going to mon talk about on the next episode. Hmm. Let's give me something mon talk about. <laughs> if that's not a big hint of what next week's going to be. I've already been laying hints on what my episode's going to be. In I, I, I actually threw a little hint in on mine too. Hmm. <laughs> Can you see? Yes. We did. That was another synchronicity because it wasn't intended to be that way, but we did. We've we're not only doing callbacks, we're also doing call forwards. <laughs> interesting. So I think that's going to do it. I think we kind of all agree that this is an interesting case, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Kylie. Yes, thank you yeah, for thank joining you, us. We've had to keep it a little bit more PG this mm-hmm. this week than normal because... And yeah, our, still our says sweet the F little word ears. Like five times. Yeah, well, she's used to hearing that stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's our daughter. <laughs> hey, she flipped me off last week. <laughs> was it the other day? I I was getting on to her and her brother for fighting, and I said, "Next time you guys fight, you guys are going to go out into the playhouse without flashlights." <laughs> and she just looked at me like, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things. I can't get on to her because it was pretty freaking funny. <laughs> um, but thank you for joining us, Kylie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Your Jersey, ju- yeah, your New Jersey devil. Uh, <laughs> she's we got, broke her again. She got giggles again. The Jersey devil um, theory was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I did not think I of really that one. I really liked that one. Um. But be sure to go and check out all our brother and sister podcasts from the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. We've got Faith Blind Council, Administrism, Ad Hoc History, <laughs> Smuts Up, and Lexicult. And then also, don't forget our other brother and sister podcasts, Grognostics, Primordia, XV Planets. And we've got a new one to add, and we're going to be playing one of their trailers real fast for you. Ooh. This is called... They're not shadows. As soon as I started running, the crying got super loud, like it was right next to me. I ran as fast as I could and didn't stop until I reached the farmhouse. We got inside and locked everything. And the three of us stayed up until sunrise. If you enjoy spooky stories and real-life encounters with the paranormal and the unexplained, join me every week for the new podcast, They're Not Shadows. Spooky.
I, I went on and started following them. I haven't listened. I'm so behind on podcasts. Catch up. I'm trying. The thing is, is that I found a new podcast that I really like, but they've got like 500 episodes and I've been trying what? to binge them. <laughs> and I just haven't uh, listened to the podcast very much lately. I need to. I'm behind on my normal list. Sorry, Britt. I promise I'll get caught up. It's all I do day in, day out. <laughs> I say I just listened to two of hers this week that uh, were really good ones. I think there's two more that I need to listen to, two or three more. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to get caught up on everything. I'm like, okay, Amy, you need to quit this podcast down for a minute, get caught up on everybody else's, and you can come back. I mean, there's 500 episodes to listen to. You're gonna, <laughs> 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 you're not gonna be able to binge that in a week. Um, but no, there's so many good podcasts out there, and I'm always excited to find new ones. Um, and so, if you our listeners have a podcast, they you you are you do then who do you do Voodoo. do what remind me of the babe what babe um <laughs> send it to us if send us a promo we'd be happy to share um because yeah it takes takes a lot of work to get a podcast going and yeah we understand that and it's it's good to have an outlet to you know help advertise your own podcast yep um also, be sure to go and check out our website at umpnormalcy.com where you can buy merchandise and all that fun stuff. Um, also, don't forget Parabox Monthly. for If you follow the link in the description of this podcast and use promo code paranormalcy at checkout, you get 10% off your first order. And we are still affiliated with halloweencostumes.com. And if you use the link in this description... Um, the description of this podcast. We'll get credit towards that. And they have all kinds of stuff. Yes, spooky season's over, but it's never too early to start planning for the next. And they have other things too. Um, it's a pretty awesome website. So yeah. I, I check it out. I, I have a long list of things that I want that I can't afford. So And don't forget to check out our Facebook and Instagram. Yes, at UMP Normalcy. And Discord. And Discord, yes. Um. I think we're going to start doing Facebook Lives maybe a little bit more, but we're also starting to work on our YouTube channel where we'll be doing video or playing games and board games and tabletop games and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we'll let you know as more of that stuff starts happening. Thank you to everybody who joined us for our Halloween Live episode. Um, it's always a lot of fun to do those, and Divination is always a blast to do, especially on Halloween oh, night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so until next time, keep digging. She stole my bit. <laughs>